If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into the rap. It's the middle of February and you're tuned into The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And we're in that period where it seems like not much is happening, even though stuff is. So pay attention, particularly if you're a Telstra customer, because the times, they are a-changing. In fact, if you've been used to paying your bill, you know, just when you feel like it, those times are indeed changing, as the telco moves to a quote-unquote upfront approach to plans that'll debit you directly when it comes time to pay. It's not a total deviation from Telstra's tendency to charge before the month begins, because that's how its postpaid plans work. However, it is new to take the money immediately and will be something its postpaid customers will transition to in the coming months ahead. At the moment, Australia's biggest telco is just making it about plans, though a spokesperson for the company told us it would eventually apply to handset repayments as well, which may well be something to think about if you're not used to paying mobile bills on time. We're not sure if this is something everyone in the industry will be doing, however if Telstra is starting it, you can bet it's not the only telco thinking about it. Fortunately, Australians have plenty of choice there, much like they do in phones and internet connections. And while you might be tempted to upgrade both this year, if you wait around until next year, you might find something faster. Chip maker Qualcomm announced a hyper-fast update to 5G this week, heading to phones and wireless modems by next year, with a 10 gigabit 5G connection. If that sounds like a lot of numbers, to put that into perspective, current 5G modems tend to max out at 2 gigabit, which is the equivalent of 250 megabytes per second. At 10 gigabits per second, you're effectively looking at over a gigabyte per second, which is all kinds of crazy. At home, your Wi-Fi could be improving as well, thanks to some changes coming from the Wi-Fi Alliance. They'll come in two ways, with the mesh networking standard EasyMesh now set to support Wi-Fi 6, delivering more range and speed, both equally important, while a new technology called EasyConnect will mean smart gadgets in the home can connect with fewer troubles. That'll be handy if you plan on adding a smart light bulb or a smart security camera or a smart anything else you can think of for the home. The more gadgets we have, the more we'll be connecting, and Easy Connect aims to make it easy simply by relying on that phone of yours to help smooth the connection over. And shock horror, there are more phones on the way, though quite what we'll see and when we'll see it, well that we're not sure about. Mobile World Congress is normally in Spain in late February, and yet the Shanghai edition is first in late February, with the Spanish MWC coming in the middle of the year. Of course, no one is leaving the country yet for some pretty obvious reasons, but that's not going to stop new phone releases from coming in over the course of the year. Before that happens, there's plenty of other gadgets coming out, some of which we're reviewing right now. Starting with the return of a laptop you might have grown up with. If you grew up with Toshiba laptops in the 90s and the early noughties, congratulations, because like me, you're old. You're officially old, sorry about that. But you also might not have seen Toshiba laptops in quite some time, and that's because, well, it doesn't really make them anymore, having sold its laptop business to the Sharp-owned Dynabook brand. But Dynabook has arrived in Australia with two of the old Toshiba Rangers reworked for today, with the Satellite and Portage, the latter of which we checked out this week. And at 989 grams, Dynabook's Portage is remarkably light, almost stupidly so. It comes with a 360-degree hinge and a military-spec level of durability, even though the 13-inch computer is made out of plastic and can feel a little cheap. 
but it sure is light and comes with a lovely 13-inch matte screen and solid performance, even if the battery life could be just a little better. While you should be able to see up to 16 hours, we found half was more likely, which isn't a great result for a two grand laptop. If Dynabook could get that battery going better, the Portage X30WJ would be a little more like its $2099 price. Right now though, it feels a little overvalued. Light and lovely, but overvalued all the same. That's not far from another XE gadget we checked out this week, the Bose Frames Tenor. Bose's latest take on Sunnies that work as headphones. It's actually the second model and Bose has made these a little smaller, but with more sound. Basically they're speakers for your ears so you can walk unencumbered, taking calls and listening to music with without wearing obvious earphones. But the sound is good and you can replace the lenses, an important part of making glasses and something Bose didn't support in the first gen. For $400 though, they're not gonna be earphones for everyone, but if you can't stand earphones and wish, you know, they could come as sunnies, well, the new Bose frames make sense, even if they cost more dollars and cents than a lot of other headphone choices. For now, you've been listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. A new episode can be found every week at Podcast One, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, but for now, have a great week. Stay safe, stay sane, and take care.